For one fall, and it is for the All Spark of Cybertron. Introducing first to my left, representing Autobots, this is Stanimus Prime. And introducing to my right, representing, well, I can't say, I wouldn't say Decepticon, but more like, well, representing Burritotrons. <laughs> He is Taco Bot. I would have also accepted Taco Maximus. Taco Maximus? Okay, that'll work too. Taco Maximus! Mm, I can go for some right now. As a matter of fact, my mom went, went to Lolita's just, just, a couple, just a couple of minutes ago. Oh, god damn it. Oh, I missed that place. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. With that said, and the queue of Lolitas, welcome everyone to Count Out the Wrestling Podcast. Stand the man here, along with Ramses, living close to Lolitas, you bastard. Mm-hmm. The, the good and Mexican food, not not so the, not, not, not the not the weird kind that, that you get that you get further further north. Yeah, seriously, like if you go down to like San Diego, Chula Vista area, Lolitas, like they make mm. some bad ass carne asada fries oh yes they're the they, oh, they're goodness. world renowned at this point mm-hmm. damn right they, they well damn better be you know while we talk about good food i'll tell you what's not so good food which is watching wrestling this week holy crap what the fuck happened i think i think it was telling time when we saw when we saw no way out no, but last Raw was so awesome, and then, like, we get to this Raw, which we'll get to right around now, and you're thinking, like, what the fuck has happened? I don't know. I uh, wish I knew! It, it, it gets worse. Oh, fucking hell. So, because, uh, let's face it, there's really not much news going on, so let's just get down to business. Yeah. Monday Night Raw! Island, New York, June 18th, 2012, at Tom and Tate, King, King Lawler, and Michael Cole. And we start off with Mick Foley's music hitting, and there he is, the hardcore legend himself, Mr. Cactus Jack, you love mankind, Mick Foley himself. And what can go wrong? You know, he whenever like he's never disappointed me so far, and yeah. Here's a problem. I will say this, the opening statement was actually pretty decent thanks to his comedy. Mm hmm. But go on, you were about to say. Which, which he's usually. Yeah, which he really is good with, you know? Mm hmm. Like, really, like, 
when it comes to Mick Foley comedy, you can't help but at least chuckle a bit. Even if you're the most like cold-hearted bastard in this side of the earth, you kind of, that's actually not that bad. You kind of get that because Mick Foley's comedy like is really down-to-earth, genuine type, you know? Mm-hmm. So you can't help but love it. Yeah, so so when he was like, so what he was saying, so when he was putting words in John Laharnais' mouth, that was I actually laughed a little bit at that. I was like, <laughs> that's actually funny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of which, John Laharnais did come down, you know, and say, you know, my name is Mister Laharnais. Yeah, he, but yeah, he was like, uh, he was like, I only got one more day here to say something to all you people, and that is, hey, you all suck. And the next time you'll see me. We'll be at the twenty. We'll be when I get inducted to the Hall of Fame. And then he made a match on the spot. Quote unquote. Yeah, might as well. It could have been because, like he said, I had this match prepared since Saturday, but I might as well. I already booked it already, and like, you sir are the shittiest heel of all time. (laughs) <laughs> and the match, of course, is John Cena versus Big Show and Otung- David Otunga and John Laurinaitis. You, you raged hard when this was announced. Yeah, because uh, at first I was like, "Oh, you kidding me? We, we already had, we already had." I literally said, "I if the next time I had to see the words John, if I had to see a match where John Cena has to, has to overcome the odds." I will literally flip. I will literally do something I regret, and I, I was very close when I heard that. But I guess I guess one of the positive things is that it, it ended up in, ended up being shenanigans. So God bless. <laughs> yeah. So of course, the next I should say the first match of the night, of course, Sheamus and CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan and Kane. Now before I, we go into this one. I want to say that Seamus, when Seamus came down, like, well, he was looking at Laura and I was like, <clears throat> like chuckling at him. And then Punk comes down and man, like Punk was just like, like elate. Like he was just like shoving it in Laura and I's face. I'm not surprised. <laughs> yeah, that was fun to watch. But anyways, the tag team match, Seamus and Punk versus Daniel Bryan and Kane, which was... It was uh, it was all right. Yeah, it was okay. I I, I think it, I think it was shenanigans tastic, for the most part. It seemed like like because for on one hand those all those men can go. It's just another thing is just like it all just seems like a big setup for something. And lo and, and lo, that lo, 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 setup tur- yeah, and that setup turns out to be AJ coming down wearing Kane cosplay. Or crossplay yeah, in this it's case. Like, holy shit! Like I, I finally, I finally realized. Like, oh yeah, I start hearing the DDR music. Oh yeah, it's AJ. And like, what the hell? What the hell happened? To, what the hell happened here? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, huh? <laughs> uh, I think that was the most like bizarre shenanigan we've seen out of AJ. But then again, too, I'm not surprised. True, but still, like, you gotta give her. You gotta give her credit for at least like having the cojones to wear a cane costume and just like prance around the ring, you know. Yeah, but it's 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 kind of scary when you also when you also consider the more the more the more you don't know when the when the uh, the blur of reality and the and the blur of acting like starts to blend together. Like they say, the best actors are the ones who experience it. 
Oh, you mean like method actors? Yeah, so it's like, so it's like, like she's the she, the way she's acting is like, is it eerily seeing? I've known people like this, and that's the scary part. Exactly. All right, so, and of course that made Kane just distracted and just starts following up AJ to the ramp, and then back in the ring, Punk hits GTS on Brian, and then soon as Right, even before Brian hit the ground, like broke a uh, foul kick, and that's how they won. Poor Brian! Oh my God! <laughs> yeah, like I say, you know, I mean, he's, I mean, he is a heel, so it's like you know, you want to like people pay to see that, but hey, I don't care. It was like he's, I mean, he's getting over, so that's that's the important thing. Uh, well, he mostly gets over in SmackDown. Like, whenever I watch Raw, it just seems like he gets less over. I mean, granted, people are still chanting, Yes! 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 But it's not as much as SmackDown. SmackDown, you totally noticed that thing. Uh, well, we'll get to that later, but... Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like... I don't know. Still, it's like... I don't, think it, I don't think this will damage him in the long run. It's just it's just another one of those, like, heel getting beat down. I'm pretty sure next week it's gonna he's gonna get an upper hand and... Yeah. Like I said, that was an okay match. Nothing, nothing really, nothing really to write home about for the most part. Yeah, true enough. So after the commercial, Jack Swagger and Dolph Ziggler are arguing about time. Like, like this faction had to crumble at some point. They teased. They teased this since I think like the end of last year. We had six yeah. months, even more if I, even more, and they're finally pulling the trigger on this. Like. Why couldn't they have done this sooner? Probably because they weren't sure what to make of Dolph Ziggler, but after No Way Out, I think they are bona fide, sure shot that, okay, we got us, ourselves a future champion here again. Well, not just that. It's like, I, I also have this, I also have this, like, theory. It's like, I think they're scared of, of damaging um, Jack Swagger in the process as well. Because it's as you call, what do you call it? Like, broken... He's a broken stuff. Uh, what is? Damage good. Thank you. Yeah. yeah All right. So like, there's like, that. You don't want to. You don't want to like hurt him even more by by doing this. It's like, I think I think there were the only. I think I had a theory. It's like I think the only reason why they kept it together was like they can make Jack Swagger relevant. But again, it can. I oh. I can be totally talking out of my ass at this point. Maybe. Wouldn't be surprising. But anyways, Vicky Guerrero has an idea. So they're going to have a match, one-on-one match. Whoever wins gets the exclusive management from Vicky Guerrero. At this point, like, if I heard that, like if I was like either one of those men, I'd be like, um, can I just give up now? I'll lay down. I'll lay down. I'll lay down. I swear to God, I'll lay down. I mean, okay, who can lay, was... lay down faster? Okay, seriously, if it was between me and you, we'd be just lying on the ground like, pin me, you bastard! No, you... <laughs> you it was like, inching yourself like, away from... <laughs> like, like, you're gonna be like, you're gonna screw you, you're gonna pin me, and it's gonna be like, back and forth like that. <laughs> the world's worst <laughs> wrestling match. I know. Um... It was, this was a good match. This was a good match. Don't, don't, Swagger's good, and Ziggler, you know, I, I, like, I don't know how many times, like, you know how many times I've sucked to try, try to suck his cock in, on this show alone, so. 
yeah, it was a good match. Um, mm-hmm. Dolph Ziggler versus Jack Swagger, it was a good match. I liked it. What happened after the match? I didn't really. I went uh, blind after, after match, that. Yeah, after the match, Vicky Guerrero kissed Dolph Ziggler. I repeat, he kissed Ramsey's hero, Dolph Ziggler. I was like, you lucky bastard. You, you, you lucky, you know what, Vicky Guerrero. You got to do what I wanted to do to him. And I just said it out loud, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> I will not, here's one thing I will notice. Other than the which occasional is? Let's Go Ziggler chance, which is really good <laughs> that he's getting these chants. Oh. Dead. Yeah. No, you can hear a, you can Z- hear the you can hear um you can hear a pinfall from the, from 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 where they were. I was like, holy shit! Either I think Jack Swagger just like sucked out all the air out of uh, killed all the air in the, uh, out of the arena like Hellline Thousand in in two thousand one of Space Odyssey. Well, he has to heal somehow. I know, but it's like, wow! I was like, this is um, <laughs> wow! I've never seen I I've never seen a crowd this quiet in my life, other than like unless they're in Japan. Oh man! <sighs> but, like, it's a good yeah, match. But it was like, yeah, it was like it was a good match. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll get to Ziggler's other matches later, and believe yeah. me, that's when things are just totally different. Yeah, oh god, they're very different. But um, So after that we see we see Brock Lesnar's music plays and out comes Polly Dangerously. I mean Paul Heyman. Yeah, Paul Heyman! I'm representing I'm representing Brock Lesnar! And he says the following No Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. And then Triple H comes out. Uh... Oh crap! Here we go. This segment pissed me off. Like, if it was if it was just if it was Paul Heyman coming out and just saying no, and that's it. I'm like, okay, perfect, thank you. But now, like Triple H had to come out. He had to talk all of this stuff, and I was like, no, shut up. And it's like the worst part is it's him regurgitating the same shit he said the, the night before. I'll tell you what was new though. Triple H punching Paul Heyman. Nah, nah. And he did say like, "Hey, this is in the 1990s. I ain't one of your flunkies in ECW." So it's like, "Ooh, ow, burn." Almost, almost a thing of the week. Almost, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Triple H pulled a sucker punch and pretty much said, "Like, did you see that coming?" And Triple H tells Heyman to tell Brock Lesnar that he will see him at SummerSlam. Pretty much, yeah, regurgitation. Yeah, it's like, uh, just this is just the kind of ma- it's the kind of the, the, the kind of segment. It's just like you're wasting even more time for God's sakes. You know what else is a waste of time? Go for it. The next match: Alberto Del Rio versus Santino. Literally, the bell oh rang. And he already had him. He, he had him in the. He already had him in the arm bar. That's it. <laughs> it's like, oh, bell rang. Okay, this is gonna take a while. Let me go get a water. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Alberto Del Rio. I'm like, what the hell just happened? Exactly. I was like, I was like, okay. Looks like they're feeding Santino to the sacrificial. Wow. Yeah. You and I feel sorry for Santino after that. Yeah. 
Oh man. <laughs> and then the next segment, um <laughs> wow. Um this is the segment that <sighs> Okay, okay, first of all, let me just calm down for a bit, because every time I think about this segment, and my my blood pressure just increased by tenfold. Okay, all right, all right. You 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 may you may want to take you may want to like calm down. I'll, if you if you want, I'll take I'll take it over from here. Okay, okay. Because uh, believe me, after you're done explaining, I think I'm gonna go right back mode a little bit. You might you yeah you you're gonna like try to kill people. You're like feed me more. Anyway, so it starts off. Feed me more. I mean, go on. So Layla introduces Wendy Richter and Cindy Lauper. First and foremost, Wendy Richter time did not do her any favors whatsoever. Cindy Lauper, on the other hand, she can still go at it. So, so, so all this time you hear Michael Cole saying shit and King saying shit, and they're saying stuff that's going one ear through the other. And now comes out Heath Slater. He's just saying stuff. It's all you know how it is. You know how it is in the Peanuts. When they're when they're adults talking on the peanuts, like, wah, 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 wah. it got to that point with me. Heath Slater. No, it was a bit before that. He Slater just solidified okay. the fact that it, everyone was just like talking like adults from the peanuts. Roddy Piper came out. Oh, yeah. He said a few things too, and then he broke a he broke a gold um a gold record on Heath Slater's head and. It was just white can noise I, at one point. Like it literally, it just became static. Can, can I can I go on now? Can I go off yes, now? Yes, I, I, I pretty much explained the whole entire fucking thing. So you may you have your you say your thoughts and you and you. <laughs> Fuck this segment! Fuck it to hell! Oh my! Where do I begin? Um, first of all, he's later. Totally unnecessary. And second of all, the entire back and forth between Heath Slater and Cindy Lover was just just flat as hell. And then Roddy, okay, that made things slightly better. Uh, when he called um, Heath Slater Miss Slater, okay, I might have chuckled a little bit, but that didn't help a damn thing. And it was just like nothing. It was just void. There's no substantial element or material that would entertain me at that point. And then here comes the word part. Um, Roddy Piper indeed does present the gold record to Cindy Lauper and he brings up um, Captain Lou Albano. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, this is going to be one of those like, you know, sweet, like warm hearted moments, isn't it? And holy hell, that only lasted what, like, like three minutes and then he's later blah, 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 blah. And then um, the gold record over Heath Slater's head. And that point, that point just negated whatever fucking warm feeling you had when they were mentioning Captain Duabano. Just waste of fucking time. Oh, horrendous, horrendous tribute to Captain Duabano. Just negating anything that was good. And why do you waste people's time like that? Why? Like, like, if you were supposed to be good-natured, you know, good-natured, um, what's it called, um, tribute and the segments and what have you, okay, you get a bronze star for trying, but guess what? You're still going to get a shit star for fucking it up miserably. The worst part about this, as I'm remembering this, 
Michael Cole is trying to suck Heath Slater's cock. Out of all the people you want to suck cock, Heath exactly. Slater should be the last. Yeah. <laughs> this oh. is okay. Okay, you were gonna talk about how. The white noise started coming back, and I was like, oh shit, that's what he said. No wonder it became white noise. You and I talk so much crap about how Michael Cole tends to suck people's cock a lot, right? Uh-huh. He heals mostly. Uh-huh. And even I'm going to say Michael Cole is better than this. Exactly. I can't believe I'm saying this. <laughs> but Michael Cole is better than this. You go from the Miz to, to Heat Slater? No! Oh, man. <laughs> I think that's... Oh, man. Like... Man. Like... Jeez, Cole. Like, what happened to your standard? I, uh, he lost his standards when, quote-unquote, the queen knighted him. Oh. Oh, man. But... Regardless, yeah, this segment was just fucking awful. If you're watching this that. on YouTube, go on. Is that. It's a it's a long segment. It was a yeah. unbearably long segment that made it even worse. Like that all these, uh, all these like, I mean, no offense to Wendy Richter, no offense to Rowdy Piper, no offense to Cindy Lauper. I mean, they're great people. It's just you're giving you're giving the stupid material. So, basically, they were handed, uh, they, they did their best, but whoever planned this thing out needs to be feed to Ryback. Please. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, if you're watching this on YouTube, right, just skip this. Believe me, like, as much as you... I don't care what your reason is. You love Cindy Lauper, you love Roddy Piper. Hell, you might be one of those deranged fuckers that actually like Heath Slater. Whatever your reason is, don't bother with this segment. Yeah, even, even, even for Heath Slater, this is kind of this is a this is a this is a real step down for him. Hey, he got on, like, no way he got on lower, and he found a way to get himself lower. <laughs> Which is surprising. Exactly, but... it's impossible. He he's he's. He's, he's he's destroying physics itself by actually sucking and blowing at the same time. Well, they didn't have this, you know, space ball. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mega Maid. <laughs> She's fucking sucked and blow! <laughs> oh, uh, anyways, man. next segment, please. I think we beat this out as... Next. I think we beat this down like like a like a Heat Slater squash match. So <laughs> funny you should mention that because that match against Vader is looking like a WrestleMania moment compared to this. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. All right. So the next match is Primo and Epico versus the Prime Time Players. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. And and um. A.W. Okay, you know what? The way they printed out his name, there's no dot between A and W, so I usually call him Aw. 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 That's his name. Aw. 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 So Aw introduces the primetime players. 
And it was um it was a decent match. I mean, Primo and Epico, I think they shined a lot more. And they um I think um primetime players count themselves out, you know, because all was saying like, you know, they're number one contenders, they don't need this. So yeah, Primo they, they, and Epico won technically. Yeah, they, they won by they they won because they just won by yeah, they just won by count, and I think they left. I think they all left with, with the mic saying, "We're better than this. We're better than this. We're better than this." No, no, more like we don't need this. That's what they said because they're already number one contenders. So true. Yeah, and and yeah, granted, um, primetime players came out looking weak, but keep in mind they're supposed to be quote unquote chicken shit, um, contenders. Yeah, chicken shit heels. Chicken shit heels. Excuse me. So yeah. You know, their job is to look weak and look like a cheaters. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't think they did any damage to them in, in terms of, uh, in the long run. Because, like, if that's what they're trying to set them up to be, might as well. Mm-hmm. All right, so... All right, so John Lyonis is in the ring again. Oh, my goodness. So yeah, he's in the ring. He starts saying more stuff, and then um, and then big show. Yeah, show comes out. He's like, I'm thankful for John Lennon for giving me the opportunity, my ironclad contract, this and that, blah blah blah. But you know what? Just because I can do it, I'm not gonna participate with you tonight. And he just walks off and I'm like, like. Yeah. So basically, because of this contract, he has to. He doesn't need to listen to anyone, including John Laurinaitis. So this went from. Three on one to two on one, and more like one, you, I mean, more like one and a half to like to two and a half to like one and a half. One and a half, okay. So it went from two and a half to one and a half, and I'm still thinking, okay, what else is going to happen? So John Cena so comes out. So the match out. happens. Yeah, the mm-hmm. match happens. John Cena comes out, and it, during the match, Otunga says, "Fuck this shit." But no, because because what happened is that when Otunga wanted to tag John Lionitis, John Lionitis kept backing up, you know, saying, I'm injured, I'm injured, I'm injured. So Otunga's getting his ass handed to by John Cena. And when Otunga finally took control and try um and got to the corner, uh John Lionitis forcefully tagged himself in and he got all his injury gears out, like, you know, arm sling and everything, like neck brace. Oh, he yeah, took him right. out and just. Then he, and yeah, he, yeah. And then when he was getting his ass kicked, get his ass kicked by Cena and he wanted to make the tag again, Otunga's like, hell no. And walked off. And so John Lionitis took not one, not two, but three AAs. Yeah. He took three AAs and and then an SDF and that's it. He tapped out, and that's the end of the show. <laughs> mhm. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! This show. You know, honestly, I was gonna say. Okay, let me just say my piece. Okay, I was gonna say that this is. I was just gonna flat out say this was below average show, you know, because like, well, let's face it, we've seen better. We've seen Ross that are executed far more better, and those are were pretty much like solid shows that we always talk about. And then, when everything is said and done, I thought to myself, I thought things over and over, and I realized that this is a horrible fucking show. And here's the reason why: Where 
the hell was Zack Ryder? You're in Long Island, Long Island, New York, and you don't have Zack Ryder come out on TV? What the hell is wrong with you? I think they started chanting kind of... for Zack Ryder at one point. And no, every point, we want Ryder, woo, woo, woo. Every minute, you hear it. And Zack Ryder doesn't even come out. Why? Like, who, who's, whose coffee did he drink by accident? I don't know. Fuck, that's just, it's not that hard to put Zack Ryder in. Hell, he could have had match against some, oh, I don't know, like Santino or Hell to the lowest extent. He's Slater. I would have been okay with that. But that no, great even had, like, it would have been great if he, it would have been great if he came, came to make the save from that bad segment from, from, from everyone. Yeah, and then turn into match. Great transition, and you know Long Island's own boy, and you know win a match. Hey, what's not to lose? No, exactly. they didn't do that. Yeah, so fuck this raw, fuck your bad planning, fuck your booking, and fuck all of you for not putting Zack Ryder in. Woo, woo, woo! You know it. Exactly. Oh my god. That, that was the least of its problems, though. It's like there are so many other problems. It's like the Triple H I know, segment. We, we could have done, with, we yeah, but, done without that segment. We could have done with so many segments. Yeah, but, the magic could have been a lot longer. Uh... Yeah, but we already mentioned those, so. Mm-hmm. Not just that. It's like, we. I mean, is it so hard? I mean, for the last couple of weeks, we've had right back. We had right back squashes. It could have. We could have killed at least have one. I can't believe I'm just saying. I can't believe I just said that. Yeah, you missed right back. Unbelievable! <laughs> I won wrestling, damn it! I would gladly take like that segment with with Cindy Lauper and everyone else doing all that bullshit. If they cut it down from like ten minutes and, and in between, like stick it, like stick in a, a right back squash. And I think that was one of the other problem, as you mentioned, is that the matches were they were matches, but they were just short. Like Alberto Del Rio versus Santino, bam. Um, Primetime players versus Primo and Epico, bam. John Cena versus um, David Otunga and John Linus. What match? This was a fucking squash. You know, even Dolph Ziggler versus Jack Swagger. That was about five minutes too short of um, what could have been. Yeah. Uh, again, again, Dolph Ziggler is better than this, but for 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 their standards, that's pretty good. But mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it's like there are segments that were cut too short. Things went on too long. This was just poorly booked up and down, left and right. And oh god, it gives me a headache thinking about it. <clears throat> yeah, <laughs> we thought this was bad. Let's get to impact. Oh my fucking god! Here's the worst part. It, it wasn't. It, it, here's the worst part. It was halfway decent to a point, and then after a certain point, it just fell. It fell off the cliff, and it never returned out of, oh, out of the chasm. <laughs> fell off the Grand Canyon, huh? Oh yeah. So, all right then, let's jump in. Impact Wrestling. Twenty-first, twenty-twelve. At commentator Mike Tenney and Tess. Take it away. Alright, so it opens. By the way, I realized. Um, I didn't realize that. I always thought the. Um, I didn't realize the the opening theme of Impact was just random. Was just random noises. 
I always thought that it was Hulk Hogan's like voodoo child because it always it always opens with voodoo child with him coming out to the ring. His broke mm-hmm. ass TNA version that he has. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, that, that that's a little that's a little point. Uh, so Hulk Hogan comes out. He's like, you know what about the, you know what happened last week, brother? Uh, with Sting, the Stinger, and this and that. Well, we're not gonna mention it at all. So I don't know what you're talking about there, dude. And so, anyways, last week I asked Austin Aries to come out, and you know I gave him a proposition. Austin Aries comes out. He's like, you know what? I like your propositions, but I got a new proposition for you. And he says, and he says, well, it's it's smart, but the, I'll get to something. I'll get to what I want to. I had to say about this in a few after I'm done with this. He says, I want you to accept the fact that they have that any champion after I after after I do this, that any other champion that wants to do this at Destination X. That wants to trade in their their X division championship for the for the world heavyweight championship, they're more than welcome to at Destination X. Okay. So that's that's good in retrospect, but let's let's also say that well, this is also TNA, and they've debunked so many titles over the, over time. I.e., they give everything to they give everything to Eric Young. So it's like, what's stopping TNA for one day to say, look, the Text Division Championship is going to be irrelevant. Let's give it to Eric Young. Does this mean that he, at Destination X, he can become a champion as well? You know what? Considering it's TNA, anything is possible. They could give TV title and tag team title and heavyweight title, and they can make up one more bullshit title. And give it all to Robbie E. And they wouldn't bat a single brow. Yeah, true. So th- this prompt, so this prompts, um, th- this prompts, this prompts Bobby Roode to come out, and he's like, "That's bullshit. This and that, blah blah blah." You know, I can't fight. I can't fight against this like scrawny little son of a bitch. This and that, blah blah blah. And Eris is like calling him. He's calling him out as well. And he's like, "You know why don't you, why don't you hit me with that ball? Come on, hit me. Be a man. Hit me. Hit me." I'm like, I, I just want to say, um, Miss, I, I just want to say, um, Mr. Rude, that scrying son of a bitch, brain buster some more, Joe. Yeah. I don't think you have a saying. Yeah, I don't think you have any saying that, son. Yeah. So during this time, during the, like literally during during like they're, they're during this like, this big pull away segment, out comes out Mr. Anderson. I'm like, nice timing there, Ken. <laughs> So as so as they're so as they're all trying to like pry everybody as they're trying to pry um Bobby Roode and Austin Aries from each other, uh, Mr. Anderson comes out. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I want to fight someone tonight. I want to fight Chris Daniels. And since today it's a bound, it, since tonight is open fight night, I should, I forgot to mention that. Well, you mentioned it. All right, go on. No, not just that. It's like uh, I'll get to something later when when I get when I okay. get to my final thoughts. So, so so he ch- he openly challenges Christopher Daniels because quote unquote he's been a, he's been a home record to AJ Styles and and um, and what's her face? I'm blocking. I can't believe Dixie Carter. Dixie Carter's like relationship. I'm like, <coughs> all right then. <coughs> No, I will say, 
There's the, 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 another person came out later and made a similar challenge to someone else, and it made a lot more sense. <laughs> okay, go on. So Christopher Daniels and Mr. Anderson fight, and it was actually a pretty good match. Anderson gets yeah. a win via a mic check, but then Daniels can still go at it. Then and Anderson, like I said, like um, like given the day, given the position of the moon, if it's an, if it's, if they align correctly, he has a good match. This was a very this is a pretty good match. So. After that, um, so after that, Brooke Hogan is meeting with some of the knockouts. I think she meets with, um, she meets with Mickey James. Velvet Sky. Velvet Sky and ODB. And okay. I swear to God, she's looking more and more like her dad. I swear to God. Um, Brooke Hogan. Wait, so know. she's, she's losing her hair, growing some mustachios, I mean, goatees, and... Growing a 12-inch python? I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> so, she, so, she's, so, she's, so she's um, talking to all the... She's, all, she's talking to all the... She's talking to these three knockouts, and she's like, uh, yeah, Velvet, um, because you're having your head in the clouds, you're not going to be fighting. And that's the end of the segment. I'm like, you know, that segment... That what I just said right there? That, that could have been said in... I just said that in 10 seconds. They took, I think, five minutes to get to that point. And it is. Did like, Bro- what? Did Brooke Hogan talk like this? No, they were pretty much talking in circles all around. Like, oh, hi, how are you doing? I'm very happy for you, this and that, because of this and that, blah, 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 I'm like, oh, my God, just get to the point. Fuck, that sounds painful. So, Robbie's in the ring, and he says he wants to challenge anybody that, um, he wants to challenge someone in the Bound for Glory championship, and... And I'll, I'll, and he says, I'll challenge anyone, anywhere, this and that, blah, blah. And Kurt Angle takes a challenge. And I'm like, it was good knowing you, Robbie E. Because literally, Kurt Angle obliterated him. <laughs> Why am I not surprised, really? Yeah, it's, I, I'm not kidding you. Like, like, it, like, you know how they were talking about that match with Santino and Alberto Rio on Raw? It was the equivalent mm-hmm. of that. Like the bell rang, he he hit him with he hit him with the he hit him with the three German suplexes, and then he put him in the angle in the angle lock. And I'm like, what? Wow! Holy hell! He killed him. I was surprised. <laughs> I was surprised that Kurt Angle like ripped his leg off, and that was like that was the end of it. Jeez! And knowing Kurt Angle, oh, he, he would do that. Yeah. <laughs> so since it, since tonight is an open is open fight night, we have to have a gut check segment. This time tonight, we actually have a woman participating tonight, and her name is uh, Tyler H- Hendricks. Uh, Taylor Hen Taylor Tyler Tyler. Ty- I don't know. Yeah, Miss Hendricks. Uh, let's, let's just let's just let's just okay. call her Miss Hendricks. Miss Hendricks. Or, okay, because because um her her first name is spelled funny like T A E L E R. Like it's supposed to be like Taylor, but there's an E in the middle, so it's kind of weird. Yeah. So she's so she's been wrestling for a while. She's been diagnosed with cancer, this and that. But I'll get to something. Yeah. Again. Um. She's been um. 
she's been wrestling since um 2009. Hmm. There you go. So they, they so they had a short profile on her, and out comes out Magnus. I'm like, yay, Magnus! I haven't seen him in a while. And Magnus challenges AJ Styles for the same reason that Kurt Angle that 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 uh, Mr. Anderson tried to challenge Christopher Daniels on. I'm like, that's smart. See? Actually, um, correction. Uh, actually, uh, before you go on, I want to make a correction. It's actually she started wrestling since 2008. Never mind. But that's fine. anyways. So yeah, Magnus mm -hmm. calls out calls out AJ Styles, and they have a match, which is actually pretty good. I keep forgetting how 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 great Magnus is in the ring. And like AJ Styles, he was having the match, but he like since he was quote unquote distracted by other things, he was like missing his moves and missing his spots left and right, and Magnus got the win. Okay. Yeah. So the next match was the gut check the gut check segment, and it was uh, Miss Hendricks versus Tara, and Tara ripped a new one on this young lady. Can't say I'm surprised. Yeah. But she, I mean, come on. T Tara, she's been in the business for a long time, and holy shit. That's all I gotta say. Mm -hmm. So, but, uh, so, yeah, she, she, she um, Tara gets a win, and that's the end of that. Like, literally, it was, like, no contest. Like, Hendricks, Miss Hendricks had no chance against her. It was like, ugh. So, also during the match, I think, um, oh, yeah, so, during the match, they, they um well actually throughout the night we find out that um they make allusions to the fact that hey it's Joseph Parks look at him over there he's eating popcorn it's Joseph Parks and then uh, during the during the during the gut check challenge match um they call him they call him to the back and after so after the match they cut to the back and Joseph Parks is being confronted by Billy Ray and Billy Ray's like you get out of my business right now you son of a bitch this and that blah 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 and if, I, if you or your brother try to do anything about it I swear to god I will kick your asses how long has this feud been going on I don't know but thankfully uh, uh, thankfully uh, thankfully th thankfully someone saves someone saves us from from this and it's Samoa Joe so another Joe makes a challenge because, like, after what happened, uh, after what happened um, last week, yeah, he since he was the last one eliminated, he challenges um, James Storm to a match, and they have a they have a decent little match. I would say that. I, I mean, th this isn't like a a technical powerhouse like some of Joe's matches could be, but it was pretty good for what it was worth. Um, um, James Storm gets a, gets a win, and you know, at the end of it, they just shook hands and they left. So it was like, huh. Eh. Pretty good. That was pretty good. It was a pretty good segment and a pretty good match. Let's see. After that, so after that, there was another segment where it, it's like the it's it's Mickey James and ODB, and pretty much pretty much the same thing. Um, pretty much the same the same argument applies to ODB that we said to Velvet Sky. Brooke Hogan pretty much said, "Look, you had the wedding, this and that, blah blah blah. You know, and you're always afraid. You're, you're afraid of your you're afraid of your husband doing this and that, blah blah blah. So you know what? Thanks to that, I can't grant you this this match." And I'm like, "I will I'm say sorry, this though. Wait, wait, wait. I will say this. It was like, the segment was at least two minutes, so she got to the point. But still, in that two minutes, I could not sense a goddamn logic." Me neither. 
So Bully Ray is in the ring out there. He's he challenges. He, he says he's like, you know what? I want an easy challenge. I want to fight Hollywood Boy himself. I want I want the Pope. So out comes out Pope D'Angelo De Niro. They have a match. During the match, out of nowhere, Abyss comes out and spook and spooks Bully Ray, and and Pope gets the win. <laughs> so this okay. So, what's up? Okay. Yeah, it was a, uh, it was all right. It was, it was a good back and forth between the between the Pope and Bully Ray, but yeah, could be better, could be worse. So after that, so by process of elimination, the TAA's knockout championship match this tonight was Mickey James versus versus Brooke Tessmacher. I sort of got when can I can I say something right now? Go on. Can Brooke Tessmacher get something a lot less goofy? Something that makes her look a lot less like a broke, um, uh, like, like a broke ass Captain America. Why don't you write a letter to Brooke Hogan? Maybe she'll read it. Maybe I have to, I have to like ramble on and on about inane nonsense. And you know what she's gonna do to her, right? She's gonna, you know, she's gonna send me a thank you letter, like I'll kind of put it in consideration, and then just, just throw it to like just to warm her, warm herself up in the house. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, and second of all, this I let me say something else about this match. It was the slowest match I've ever seen in my life. Like I can see their I can literally see their moves. Huh, usually that's a good thing in most matches, but I get the feeling you don't like it this one. No, cuz like usually it's like it it loses a lot of the believability. It's like you know, you can see the moves that, as they're trying to do it at them. But it was more like you can like see them go at like what like I don't know. It's like it's like going at it's like watching a movie on on slow mo. So who do you think like slow down like Mickey James or Tess Mucker? I don't know. I think I I honestly think that I think they're just trying to do that to like eat up as much time as possible on 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 the on to for the live segment. Because I know Mickey James can go. I know Brooke Tess Mucker can go. It's just what happened here. I mean, it was just an odd thing because, like, again, I, 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 like I said, like, just recently I started seeing Mickey James being put back into like the rotation of being in matches. So it's like maybe that's because like she's been out of it, but I don't know. Like hmm. she, Mickey maybe. James has a, it's a lot more professional than this. So, oh well. Maybe. So at, so at the end of that, um, they um, Hulk Hogan was like, you know what? Since you're the only two guys left. Jeff Hardy and Rob Van Dam, you guys are the main event. And that was a very good main event. Very, very good main event match right. between both of them. So all right, all night, go on. We, were, we were teased about... Uh, we, were, we, were, um, we were teased about um, AJ and um, Dixie Carter's relationship. And I swear to God, this is, this is, this is, where, this is where the car starts driving off the cliff. So... What ended up happening is this woman comes up. This random woman we've, that we've never seen before, never heard before, has no relationship to any of these people at all. Her name is Carrie Lynch. She says she has a problem. And that she went to AJ and Dixie for help. And the car starts going deeper and deeper into the, into the, into the abyss. And that she's, she has a problem like with alcohol and stuff like this. And she's mysteriously appearing at like hotels and stuff like that. 
I'm not kidding you. That's the angle. Wait, what? What? Huh? Exactly. All this time they were trying to cover this up. They were trying to cover all everything they were trying to do because they were trying to help someone out. The fuck? Which just... Which probably... Like, I'm pretty sure this prompted... I'm pretty sure Christopher Daniels and because everyone were like... That... Like, they pretty much said the same thing I, I did. I was like, that's bullshit. And they run... They dart to the ring. Like, I would be like, I'm like, oh shit, I would have done the same fucking thing also. Because I would have like, fuck this fucking... <laughs> and... You know, AJ, he, like, he got he got his, um, he got his groove back after all this, and I'm like, you know, last week I said that if they ever, if, they, if this was a whole pregnancy thing, I would, would jump out the window. I think I heard the word, I think I had, I think, and I was like, there's nothing that can get worse than this. Ladies and gentlemen, I think I just, I think we found the worst thing than that. I don't even know what to say other than, like, this. Okay, I'm trying to read it. I'm trying to read it through on the result in, in front of me, internet, and just reading it just gives me a goddamn headache. It does. It make it, a fucking... it, uh, you think that's bad? Oh, imagine watching it live and trying to process everything you just saw. I'm surprised my head hasn't exploded right about now, like like in scanners. I know that's. Surprise! Well, then again, we've been through far worse shows, and we always talk about how your head should have exploded, but it didn't because I don't know, maybe somebody up there liked you. But anyway, this this was just awful fucking segment. Like I said, it was an otherwise good show, but then that happened. I think like it's just so ridiculous that it did take the, it did take the a good show and it made it actually kind of meh. And I think we're seeing a pattern here, if I'm not mistaken, because Raw, because that particular segment, like that screwed up a lot of things. Now we're seeing Impact, where the end segment just brought down whatever momentum they had. Yeah, it brought it down drastically. And only that the thing, another thing I didn't like was the fact that Hulk Hogan just like wave hand hand waved the whole thing that happened last week. Pretty much saying like, oh, yeah, that happened. Yeah, that happened. By the way, where's Austin Aries? So, I was gonna, I, what I was going to say is that the reason why I think Miss, uh, why I think Miss Hendricks might have a better chance at getting into, at getting into TNA than, say, Joey Ryan is because the way she, the way everything that's set up for her, she's kind of plain and vanilla. Just the way that they like people coming into TNA, <laughs> <laughs> and that's that was the point I was gonna make. I was just like, "Holy shit! This this woman's so vanilla that she, like vanilla ice cream's like holy shit. It has too much flavor." I think she has a. I think she has a one more thing going for her, is that knockout division is really vapid right now. You know, we're seeing same people every bloody Thursday, so they have no choice but to sign her. Yeah. And who else to design but someone who's plain and vanilla? 
Oh my god. I know. This show. It's, it's sad. It, I know. This show. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, my opinions on this show, it's like I said, it's like, it, it's, it just, it, that, that last segment dragged everything down. And like I said, the, the, the knockouts match, like, these two women can go. It's just like, I don't know what happened. This I don't know what happened. I really want to know what, what what happened with them because it's like, they can pull better matches. Other than that, everyone else had, had a pretty decent match. Hmm. Especially Magnus and AJ. That was, I think, like my match of the week, I think. Hmm. That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Then again, too, uh, then again, too it's like, I, that Magnus, my God, he's a he's he's such an awesome wrestler. Hmm. Alright, so we move on to the last show of the week, which is WWE Friday Night SmackDown, June 22nd, 2012, Baltimore, Maryland. Josh Matthews, Booker G, and Michael. Yeah. And first thing first, out comes Holla 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 Teddy Long. And yeah, he just said, hey, by the way, John Larry is not in power. Bye. Before he could say bye, Big Show comes out. Yeah, Big Show comes out. He's like, "By the way, I'm entering the, I'm entering the, I, I, I'm entering money in the bank." And then, Brutus Clay comes out. Yeah, and and go on. No, you go first because I'm trying to remember. Oh. Did Otunga come out after before that, or did no, 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 that's this? after because what happened is, because what happened is that Big Show and Brutus like went at it. And I think Bruce Clay actually knocked Big Show out with a headbutt. Then David Ortonga, out of nowhere, just chop blocks Bruce Clay's injured knee. The same knee that um, David Ortonga injured before No Way Out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's, uh, sorry, it's like, uh, I need coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... As that happens, like people were chanting, "You can't wrestle at Big Show," which was just, <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's even more out is that just Big Show just knocks him out with the weapons of mass destruction. Question. Hmm. Do you think the promo just before he attacked with Brodus Clay? You did, did? Did you think? Did you see it as like kind of a face promo? Most for the most part, yeah, because it's an angry face promo. Because keep in mind, like right now, yeah. Because keep in mind, Big Show did screw him over. Yeah. But the thing was, like, I'm watch- I watched, I was watching them, like, like I can't stop, like, the back of my head, I'm like, this is the kind of thing that that John Cena would be saying if he was about to enter the the Money in the Bank as well. So you think we're gonna see Brothers claim the Money in the Bank? Would be cool. Would be cool, but I don't like. Do you think? Do you think the WWE would would would, um, would would pull a trigger like that? Well, when you consider the fact that last week we had Great Kali in the number one contenders match, right before No Way Out. 
True. And, yeah. you know, I mean, the thing is, like, not to this, not to this, but, like, whenever, like, given the situation, Bruce Lee can actually go. Yeah. He, like, you know, and he's not, Bristol. like, like other thing is, like, we see him in squash matches, but whenever he has, like, a high, like, a higher up match, like, like, with, um, like, David Otunga, Miz. he can go. Miss is not a good example. And, yeah. yeah, for big guy, here's the best part. For big guy, he can pull off what's called face in peril. Hmm. Yeah, so it's like you know, I, I can I can see him in the Money in the Bank. I won't like if he wins it, I will eat my shoe. But yeah, but it's unlikely. But yeah, you know, it'd be just nice to have him there. Yeah, like we'll need to see who the spread is and be like, eh, well, that's that, that that's that. So mm-hmm. I, I mean, after after that brutal break, beat down by 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 David Otunga and Big Show, David Otunga like, you want to see some dancing? I'll show you some dancing. And he starts literally dancing to Carlton. And- I love. I was just calling it out. I was pointing at the screen. It's like he's like Carlton. <laughs> he he's self-aware now. He is self-aware. He knows. <laughs> he knows that he's Carlton 2.0. Oh, <laughs> uh, you think? Uh, uh, can we? <laughs> Can we um, can we have um, Tom Jones the um the music as his theme song now? I think it would be amusing. I wouldn't be surprised if that's what they're gonna start doing like down the road if that's if that's what they're trying to do. <laughs> and he just comes down to ring dancing like Carlton. <laughs> you will not believe how much I will mark at that. <laughs> no, 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 I got a better one. I, I got a better one. How about we give him a manager? Played by Alfonso Rivero, <laughs> the guy who played Carlton hey, originally. I will, I, I will love it. I, I love this. I love this. WWE, why aren't you listening to this? Why aren't you listening to this man? Yeah, I don't think Alfonso's doing anything anyway. So call him up, see what happens. He's living out those royalties from the Fresh Prince, man. That's what. That's all he needs. Yeah. Uh, so all right. Next is next is we have <clears throat> this is another episode of High School Kids versus Ryback. Something we sorely missed on 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 Raw last week. As a matter of fact, it was kind of we weird. Could... It was actually it was actually good to see a squash. Yeah, I think it's because Raw just drained us at that point. It's just like we'll take anything. Oh my God, Ryback! Thank you. Yeah, so I was like, ah, cool. Right back. He killed people. Sweet. <laughs> All right, what else is on? What else is happening? Yeah, and what's surprising is that people are catching up now. He is getting over big time. I, I'll give you that much right now. Like, I don't know if it, I don't know if it's the SmackDown pops or not, but he is getting over, and I like it. Hmm. Yeah. So, and of course, Mick Foley is backstage with Yoshitatsu. And Yoshi calls her an ugly witch. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how Mick Foley tries to cover it up. It's like, oh, oh in Japan, um, <laughs> ugly witch has a high, um, it's really up in high echelon. I was high esteemed. I was just like, <laughs> oh, Mick. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. It was great. Oh. 
Alright, so after that, well, it's actually, no, before that during Christian that, versus. The, well, during that, he said, um, he, the, um, blah, 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 blah. um, uh, Vicky Guerrero said that she's gonna be hosting Raw and SmackDown next week because they're gonna start rotating all the, all the general managers from before, the, the week before the 1000 episode. So he's like, I've been, I was hoping you would come out for me to, to be my, my co, to, you know, my assistant. And he's like, you know, no, but I got someone else. And Kali comes out gyrating, and I'm like, oh god, next segment, please. Yeah, and next time indeed we see Ricardo Rodriguez introducing Alberto Del Rio, and he will take on Christian. And Captain Chris. Title match. Mm-hmm. And this was a good match. It was a really good match. It actually went. It actually went on long, and both men went at it. Like especially the yeah. the, the end segment right there. It was really good. It was just like, you know, back and forth, back and forth, counter, counter, and then finally, like, Del Rio catches him. Mm-hmm. He gets him, but he gets because... him. And, and like, like, it's like, I, I'm starting to notice, is Christian, is Christian going to start doing the spear now? Yeah. He's been doing it for a um, few shows, as a matter of fact. Yeah, because he, t- he was starting to do the tease of the spear like Edge does, and then he stopped him before. Mm-hmm. Uh, Del Rio stopped him, though. Yeah, yeah. He um He's using spear now. So, uh, but that's not his finisher, obviously. Yeah, his is the kill switch. Um, kill switch or frog flesh, whichever yeah, one comes first. One. So, but mm-hmm. he but he got him by the arm bar and he tapped and yeah. But it, like I said, it was a good like I said that that back and forth was really good. It was a really good match. Mm-hmm. Right. And then after the match, Cody Rhodes just destroys Christian. Yeah, he's like, this match is my show, you son of a bitch. My show! My show! I'm like, whoa! Uh, no, actually, the correct word is that Christian is sl- stealing his time, and SmackDown... Uh, he is SmackDown. Oh, my bad. Yeah, he is yeah, SmackDown. Cody Rhodes well, is SmackDown. And he rightfully so. He just needs to be featured more. Yeah. So, anyways... Next, before the next match, we've been announced that AJ is going to be special guest timekeeper. Gee, I wonder what's going to happen. Well, no, they've been teasing that this was going to be the match that, that at that time. It was like, oh, yeah. So I was like, huh, AJ, okay. Yeah, but now he's the timekeeper. Yeah, true. Yeah, so... Kane versus Daniel Bryan, and it was pretty solid back and forth match. And if you ever wonder, wait, 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 why is AJ being a timekeeper? That this was why AJ, when Daniel Bryan put Kane in a yes lock, AJ rang the bell by accident that allowed Kane to break out because while well, Daniel was like, "Yes, I won!" Wait, no, no, he didn't tap out. What do you mean he didn't tap out? And then choke slam, Kane actually wins. Shenanigans. Yeah, shenanigans all around. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Mick, after the commercial break, we see Mick Foley in the ring. And he's giving Baltimore, Maryland a big pop. Oh, and course. out he comes... Always he always does. And out comes out Heath Slater. And you're thinking... At first, I was thinking like, oh... Shit, should we go again? No. No, because, like, the worst part is, like, no, for me, I was like, oh, for God's sake, shut up. Uh, shut... 
Both like because it wasn't it wasn't just it wasn't just Heath Slater. It was also Michael Cole who was sucking even more cock. If it was if you can if you can actually believe it, he yeah. was actually sucking more cock on SmackDown and on Raw. How sad is that? Yeah, and I was like, oh, for God, just for fuck's sake, both of you, shut up. And then we were saved. We were saved. Wait, wait, hold on a second. Oh, radio, tell me everything you know. Yes, that's right. It's Long Island Z himself, the reigning internet champion of all time, Zack Ryder. And this match should have been on Raw, but I guess better late than never. Yeah, I think I think this was the apology for Raw. Yeah, I, and you know what? It was a squash match, but you know what? I'll take the apology. Not just that; it's a squash match, and it made it, it made Zack Ryder look strong. It, that's what you need. That's what you need right now at this very moment. Mhm. Because like everybody wants, everybody wants Ryder, and they gave it to him, and I'm, I like it. It was this was a good yeah. squash. Mhm. I can't complain, really. I mean, it, me neither. They finally show, yeah, they finally showed Zack Ryder. Damn, about damn time. Now we gotta so. now now we gotta like frame this and like pray they don't they don't they, they don't like screw it up after this. Yeah, but you know what they will. Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. why it's like that's why I say frame it and keep it keep a good memory because like they're gonna screw it up like quick. Mm-hmm. And then of course Mick Foley is walking backstage with his boy from Long Island as well, Zack Ryder, and they bump into Damian Sandow in suit. He is a very dapper man in a suit. Mm-hmm. And. He Sandow says that was deplorable, contemptible, and abhorrent. And of course, fully thinking, Sandow's talking about his body odor. But Sandow says he was referring to the poor excuse for entertainment that they just displayed. It's like, and the writer goes like, "Are you serious, bro?" <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but of course you're welcome and Foley tells him to have a nice day as always <laughs> uh, that, that, that little segment right there short that's how you should be doing segments if, if you want to get a comedy segment it's short to the point it has two people that can go that, that can really that can really go at it like in, in terms of promos I approve of this yeah, this was a good promo, yeah. Uh-huh. Or segment segment or whatever, yeah. Yes, this is a really good segment. I, I, my bad. But yeah, it was a seg- it was a really good segment. It was like it was funny. It actually got me it actually made me chuckle. Yeah. That was fun. Mm-hmm. And of course, the the next match of course, the Usos, which by the way, I really dig their um Polynesian dance. Like it just gets me hyped up. Yeah. I I like it. Yeah, so that the, after the dance, you know, um, God, like it's, you know, it almost it reminds me of like you know back in high school when there, whenever there's a um, like cultural day, like we have a Polynesian group in our school that would like dance and like it just brings me back and man, like that was yeah again. I love the I love Uso's Polynesian dance thing. Like you know, they, they should like keep showing. They should keep showing it every time. Cause here's the thing: sometimes they just skip it. Mm-hmm. I hate it when they do that. 
Yeah. No, they're good wrestlers. They're really good wrestlers. Yeah. I come, uh, and, uh, go on. Go on. No, you first. Okay. I, I forgot what I was going to say, so go on. Oh, son of a bitch. I was going to say, like, I haven't, like... <laughs> I was gonna say like these two, like those two, like I, like they have okay matches at best. I never seen them. Like I never seen them. I never. I'm never like, oh my god, Sun Yuri is disappointed with these guys. They're really. They they can go at it. It's just like, yeah. The tag division right now is just like, what the hell. Mhm. And their opponent this time is the prime time players. Hashtag millions of dollars. Managed what? by Mister Aw. 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 This was the, and you know what? This was a good match where, again, Usos came out looking pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And rightfully so, because um, this time, however, they didn't count themselves out. Instead, um, there was a shenanigan with Mr. Aw, and Tyrus O'Neill sit out spinebuster um, one of the Usos, I think it was um, Jimmy, and mm-hmm. they got the win. Yeah, and... Yeah, like I said, it wasn't a bad match. It's just like, yeah, like I mean, the thing is, like I said, like, the primetime players are trying to make them. They're trying to go from like the, the co- like these cocky guys to like just being a chicken shit heels. So it's like, mm-hmm. like for for them to get for them to get the win like that, it actually it is the inverse where it actually makes their opponents look strong. Mm-hmm. So it worked. Mm-hmm. Especially for someone like the Usos and also Ipico and Primo. Hmm. Speaking of Epico and Primo, after the match, uh, all in the primetime players walking backstage, and Epico and Primo just jumped them, just knocked the shit out all first, and then just all out brawl. Yeah, they they went at it. I was like, holy shit! Like, there's no like face to face. Like, no, they they jumped them. This was like an old school, like you know, '90s Raw segment when they when they get them tagged in the back. Yeah. Something something I sorely miss nowadays. You know that you. You don't realize until until it's too late. That's like holy shit! I haven't seen it in a long time. And we saw it just now, and it just feels so refreshing. Yeah, it's like ah, uh, feels like raw from nineteen ninety eight. Even for a brief moment. Yeah. All right. Oh, so God. next. And then any kind uh, of yeah, happiness, next... any kind of happiness, got sucked into the void with this next segment. <laughs> <laughs> Santino Morella comes out and he goes through the crowd signs and and Titan Trust. Look, look, I, I'm stuttering the hell out of this because I hated this segment so much. I hate so it bad. Too. Yeah. So bad that I tried to erase it out of my head by drilling, but that didn't work because it made pain a lot more and worse. Um, and and oh man, I I can't go on. Really, it, look, look. Okay, I'll, I'll finish it for you. So he's okay, out, he's on. out there. He's like, oh, this is, let's see the let's see the signs, this and that, blah blah blah. And he's like, he sees all the signs, and then there's this lady that says, I love Santino. And he's like, hey, what about the what about this woman right here? I love the Santino woman. Can you come here? And she like th- just lays it on him, and she lays a kiss on him, and he just passes out, and I'm like, this sick. This segment went on five minutes too long, which means that this minute, this segment should have been like about a minute or so. Really? Because to me, this segment should not have happened, period. Good point. Yeah. 
I would have rather taken re recap of No Way Out where, you know, Vince McMahon says, you're fired! I would have rather take that than this shit. Oh, yeah. That's not a bad, that's not, that's not a bad, um, that's not a bad little vignette, by the way. There's one thing I, I really appreciate about the WWE. They know how, like, they know how to make hype videos. Mm-hmm. Speaking of hype, the next match is the one that yeah, you and I, I'm sure we were hyping about. Dolph Ziggler versus Sheamus. And it was very good. Very, very It was good. glorious. Mm. It was glorious. And, okay, let me ask you a question. Towards the end, when Sheamus was on the top rope, right? Mm-hmm. And Dolph Ziggler tried to jump him, right? And... While Ziggler was midair, I think Sheamus just elbowed the crap out of him midair. Like, were you just going like, holy shit? Yeah, I was like that because, like, I, I, I legit believe that Dolph Ziggler can sell, can sell anything like he just sold death. <laughs> and speaking of death, out of nowhere, out of nowhere, Sheamus just murders him with bro kick. Yeah, he kicks Like, literally, it was just... I'm, su I'm surprised you can. I'm surprised you can actually kick someone's head off. And he, oh, he damn near yeah. did. Mm -hmm. And that was, believe me, that was totally out of nowhere. I didn't mm -hmm. expect it. I don't think anyone expected it. Not, not me. I not at all. Yeah, but trust us when we say this was a great match, and you should check it out. You know what? You convinced mm -hmm. me otherwise. I thought I was, I, I was actually gonna say that this show was meh because of a lot of weird things happening, with, like the Santino segment. But you convinced me otherwise. This was actually a better SmackDown than I than than I thought it was. Yeah, this was pretty good SmackDown. Uh, if you just take out that Santino segment, it's perfect. Damn near, I should say. It made up for a really, really, really horrible Raw. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. I mean, overall, I love this um, SmackDown. And granted, the Raw and you know Impact can go to hell, but you know SmackDown, I think it saved this week. Like it made everything just that much better. Oh yeah, very much so. Very much so indeed. Mhm. Mm and of course, you know, Mick Foley and Zack Ryder. How how the hell can you go wrong with those two? You can't go wrong with any of those two, especially when when you pair up with with the intellectual with our intellectual savior Damian Sandow. Do you think next SmackDown we're gonna see Damian Sandow versus Zack Ryder? Yeah, he's gonna kill him. Oh, that's the shame. Know, but like, it's but I think they, I think they I, I think I think they're trying to keep Sandow strong. Hmm. Yeah, I guess, but still, like, I'm still gonna feel bad about it. It's like, oh. Yeah, I think that's why it's like, oh god, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna kill the momentum of Zack Ryder, which I don't want it happening. But I'm so like, I don't know. For me, it's at this point, I was just like, like, there's damaged goods, and then there's Zack Ryder, where it's like, no matter what, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure his, I'm pretty sure like anything he like he's made out of titanium, where like you can throw anything at him and it'll still be like like awesome. And people and people will still like love him for it. Hmm. So it's like you know you can't yeah. you like that's the thing. It's like it's sad that they're trying to they're treating him this way, but it's like I'm also it's like as much as like he's got a backing, and like as long as that backing's strong, 
if you make him, mm-hmm. even if you make him look bad, he'll still have he'll, he'll still have people behind him. Yeah, I I believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, like again, it's like the guy again, like again, Zack Ryder is like the the definition of a man who's made out of titanium. Hmm. All right. So. That said, we're at one hour nineteen minutes. You know what? That's I gotta be honest with you. Like it doesn't feel right ending it right here. You know, it feels kind of hollow. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah. Like, what else did you have in mind? So let's do something that we haven't done in a while. We covered Ring of Honor for a bit because they just had their internet pay per view on June twenty fourth, twenty twelve. Which was actually Ring of Honor best. Yeah. Yeah. Ring of Honor, best in the world, hostage crisis in New York, New York, Hammerstein Ballroom. Woohoo, Hammerstein Ballroom. Woohoo. Yeah, we haven't heard that name in a while. Indeed. Yeah, so the first match is tag team grudge match between the Briscoe brothers, or now known as hashtag them boys the Briscoe. Them boys. I really hate when. Yeah, I really hate when they do this. I love Briscoe, don't get me wrong, but when they extend their. Name this long, like I'm reading a whole like the baddest tag team on the planet. Hashtag them boys the Briscoes. Like, shorten it somehow, dude. Just just call them them boys. Yeah, or we or Briscoes. Them boys. Yeah, it's Jay and Mark Briscoe. We know them. We've seen yeah. them. We know them for a while. Yeah, don't drag it. God, I hate when they do that. Mm-hmm. And versus um, Guardians of Truth. With Trish Martini, apparently, um, Trish Martini concocted these two masked fellas. I, I, you know what? I am inclined to believe that these two guys are the same ninjas that raided TNA. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just imagining Trish Martini just like trying to. (laughs) He's got like a pantogram. He's like. He's 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 like ancient. He's like saying like ancient like ancient like you know Sumerian texts to like summon these two these two guys from TNA. <laughs> he's a fucking necromancer. <laughs> Holy shit! <laughs> he resurrected ninjas from the depths of TNA. <laughs> exactly. Uh, 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 so anyways the winner of the match of course is a them boys the briscoes by roll up which is uh, odd way for them to win but wins a win yeah it is because like you know usually usually a pin, usually a roll up means that you know for me usually a roll up means that it's just like they like they have no other way to end it like that that's like usually like not a good way to end it especially like if they're trying to like establish something between th- this tag team and and them, but I don't know. But keep in mind that it's an opening match, so you know well, I guess we could give it a pass. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next is Die Hard Challenge between Die Hard Eddie Edwards versus the Notorious One Eight Seven Homicide. That's a name I haven't heard in a very long time. Yeah. Like. Long time, but he's been, I think, you know what, he's been active in um, Ring of Honor for about a couple pay-per-views, I want to say. I could be wrong, but, you know, 
again, we haven't heard that name in a while. To, this, is, this tells you how much I've been paying attention to Ring of Honor, which I should be, which is... It's, it's tricky. Like, you know, I'll explain later. But it's a bit tricky. Yeah, the TV is, right, so, it kills it. Yeah, um, yeah, he killed Eddie Edwards with Gringo Killer or, you know, Vertebraker. Yay. Yeah. Uh, it seems like it's really, like, back and forth, like, from what I'm reading. And, oh, here's the funny part. The crowd is chanting, like, see, see, for Homicide as he's charging. Nice. Yeah, it's catching on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think I think yeah, it's reading like yes chance like on like random places like like too. So it's like you know this is getting over like big time. Yeah, except in TNA because Impact Zone sucks. Uh, well, you'd be surprised when you put enough people when you put enough wrestling fans. But then again, who? It's a whole different slippery slope. All right, so next match is hybrid fighting rules match, which is they must win by knockout or submission, no pinning. So. It's Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly. Now, now these two are usually in tag team called Future Shock. Mm. So, yeah, for this particular time, they're gonna fight against each other. <laughs> crazy. And yeah, mm -hmm. crazy. And at the end, Adam Cole wins by figure four submission. Old school style. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's the kind of match where they were just working. They were just working each other's legs. Yeah, I guess. Um, cause I'm reading a lot about dragon screws, leg whip, and yeah. then a back suplex, and yeah, they were just working their body parts. Yeah, this is this is old. This is old school like technical wrestling right there. Holy shit! I gotta re remind me to look up that match later. Mhm. Mm and of course. Here, okay, here's another name you haven't heard in a long while. There's a challenge match between the Belfast Bruiser, Fit Finlay, versus Unbreakable Michael Elgin with Truth Martini. That, that, I'm surprised that, I'm surprised Fit Finlay is still at it. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, Fit Finlay was at, oh... Oh, what what was it? Um, he was at PWG last year, I think. Oh, nice. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it's it was like it was not long after he got fired by WWE. So, hmm. yeah, so he can still wrestle. Awesome. Yeah, unfortunately for him, uh, Michael Elgin wins by 360 powerbomb. God damn. Yeah. Alright, so here's the funny part. Uh, Michael Elgin is supposed to be heel in this particular match. Uh, and Finley, after the match, wants to shake Elgin's hand. You know, Code of Honor, right? Yeah. Originally, Truth Martini just laughs Finley off, but Michael Elgin still comes over and shakes Finley's hand. Why wouldn't you? The man's a legend. Right. I would do it. Even if I was a chicken shit heel, I would be like, it's Finley. I have to. Of course. Alright, so the next match is another open challenge match. My god, like this is a one more challenge match than it really should have been. The Prodigy Mike Bennett with Brutal Bob Evans and here's another name you haven't heard in a while. First Lady of Ring of Honor, Maria Canales. Okay. Yeah. And here's one more name you haven't heard in a while. 
their his opponent, No Fear Mike Mondo. Yeah, where's he been? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Actually, he's been in Ring of Honor for a while. Huh? There you go. Yeah. And so was Maria Canellas. Yeah, that I do know. Like Maria, that Maria was in was in was was in Ring of Honor. And in the end, Mike Mondo wins by his inside cradle. Good for him. Good to see that, that, that there's like, there's seeing potential in a lot of these guys that were like that were let go by the WWE. Mm-hmm. Alright, so next match is triple threat match for the Ring of Honor television title. Yes, they finally have a TV title. Featuring Roderick Strong, the champ, versus Jay Lito. Versus the Sicilian psychopath Tommaso Ciampa. Bless you. Thank you. So, Tommaso Ciampa gets eliminated first thanks to Prince Nana's um, shenanigan. And mm. this was silly because Ciampa is part of Embassy Limited, which is Prince Nana's um, faction. So, for him to lose because of Nana's um, shenanigan, that's silly as hell. Yeah. And in the end, Strong hits his finisher, and he keeps the TV title. Nah. Well, <laughs> I, I, I think uh, Lethal and, and Roderick Strong are going back and forth between the belts, so. Yeah, because um, Lethal was champion last time I checked, so yeah. Yeah, same here. I was like, wait a minute, wasn't Jay Lethal a champion? <laughs> was, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Next one is Ring of Honor Tag Team Title Match between the Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. Oh, yeah. Here's the name. Oh, yeah. Here's the, here we go. Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, the oh, champs. Yeah. Love them. Love them. Versus... I knew they were in Ring of Honor for a while, so it's like, yeah. Good, good to see that they're, like, they're finally in, like, they're, they're, like, they're, they're, someone's seen their potential. Versus... Oh, here's another good one. Versus the All Night Express, the team up, Pretty Boy Pitbull, Kenny King, and Red Titus. Nice. Not a bad tag team. Mm-hmm. And this was supposed according to people, this is this was a great match as expected. But Sounds in the end, brutal. we got Reiner Oh yeah. Like, well, Holy shit, this is this is something really brutal. Yeah. And but in the end, we have a new tag team champion, the All Night Express, via roll up. Hmm. Yeah. So. And then yeah, and then of course, um, Haas and Benjamin just destroys them after the match. Not surprising. All right, so here we go. The main event in Anything Goes match for the Ring of Honor World Title. Between the champ, the wrestling's worst nightmare, Kevin Steen, Mr. Wrestling, with <laughs> I get uh, the zombie princess Jimmy Jacobs. Okay. <laughs> I'm just like, oh wow, burn, oh, burn, yeah. I swear, uh, Jacobs has not been the same since um, uh, what was it called um the. A final battle or something, uh-huh. where Steen had to fight for his contract. Oh uh, yeah, versus of course American Wolf, 
David Richards with Kyle O'Reilly. All right. And and this was brutal match from what I'm reading. Sounds like it. I mean, especially when you got the, especially when you got when you got cos when you got, I was gonna say cosplay's worst nightmare, which is the tag, which is the tagline I gave you. I was gonna say wrestling's worst nightmare. Kevin Steen involved. Oh no! Whenever Steen's involved, then yeah, expect shit to blow up. Exactly. So it's like holy shit. Just reading, it's like oh, wow. Mm. And winner and still Ring of Honor World Champion Kevin Steen by Package Pile Driver. Holy shit. That sounds pretty. Sounds like a, like a sounds pretty good to me. It sounds like a really, like a really solid card for the most part. Like, like I said, it's like I, I try to follow as much as I can Ring of Honor, but it's just like your TV is not in sync with uh with um with what's happening in, in the in the in the you know house shows and house shows is what's what counts more at this point. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing is that. After the match, Steen gets on the mic saying that he's closed out the last two Ring of Honor shows with the mic, and now he's going to make it a hat trick. Yeah. And pretty much mentioned, uh, he pretty much talks about how um, he hates hypocrites like Jim Cornette. But right now, he, okay, but right now, he wants David to know that for the last 18 months, he's been a hypocrite because he's needed to get a title match. And he goes out to say Davey is one of the hardest working people in the business and he is the best in the world, which is just this is out of character for um, Kevin Steen in Ring of Honor. Yeah, he, he, uses an, he usually is an asshole for the most part. Yeah. And then he went, well, then he went back to the asshole mode when he called fans the most hypocritical people in the wrestling business. Burn. Yeah. And then, let's see, what else? I mean, he just, like, he doesn't give a shit what they think. And he mentioned, like, how fans turn on every world champion, including Nigel McGuinness, Tyler Black, and Davey Richards, which is sort of true, because Tyler, well, more or less, I should say. Because when Tyler Black got signed to, um, uh, FCW, yeah, like things just went south for when in terms of fan fan reaction. Damn. Yeah. And Steen says that he's going to be the last Ring of Honor World Champion, and now instead of saying "fuck Ring of Honor," he's gonna say what he means and burn Ring of Honor to the ground. Ouch. Kill Steen. Kill. If that, if that man's not like the most outspoken man in wrestling right now, I don't know who is. Well, there's always CM Punk and sometimes well, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, CM Punk, like like they, there's a leash on him. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Like like nowadays, like CM Punk, he has to maintain like this certain image, so he has like certain like there's certain limits he won't go. Steen pretty much broke every uh, every other of those limits at this point. That's what I love about it. Like, uh, look. Some fans out there can call Kevin Steen fat sack of shit off all I care, okay? I'm going to respect that man because, my God, like, I have never heard someone talk out of their mind so much as him. Indeed. In recent years. Yeah. 
And I was going to talk about, I think I was going to talk about, like, before we cover the best in the world result, I, you mentioned that, what was it you mentioned? Like, you missed the Ring of Honor? The old Ring of Honor? Ring of Honor is really hard for me to, like, 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 follow because, like, all, like, TVs are in sync. And that also, like, the, the things that happen that are important for these types of events are happening on, like, the house shows. Mm. And I, if it makes you feel any better, when it comes to um, online pay-per-view, they're thinking of switching to the new company. So hopefully that that thing will get better. But yeah, I, it's yeah, it's a little yeah, it's a little bit tricky. I think I think I don't know if they have an online view. I heard they have an online viewing um, since they're in deal with Sinclair. I have yet to confirm it because I kind of stopped looking for it. But if they do have an online viewing, I guess that's the best way to catch it. I will see this though. Um, if you're looking for like old like old time Ring of Honor type of vibe. Forget it. Like they lost so many people over the years that it's never gonna be the same. Yeah, and that's another thing. It's like you know, I, I'm not expecting to see the same faces again because like a lot of the same faces. Oh wait, they're already in WWE now. <laughs> or at or at the very least, they're in TNA, like Samoa Joe. Yeah, but I think like most of them have have gone to the greener pastures. CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, um. That they, that, uh, I was gonna, uh, Claudio Castagnoli, Chris Hero, they're all like those guys were like their mainstay of of, of Ring of Honor. WWE. You forgot Tyler Black. Tyler Black, thank you. How can I forget yeah, him? They all, yeah, they've all gone to WWE, and you know, I mean, I'm not hating it. I'm, you know, it's just, it's just part of business. You know, they pay their due, and now they're in the big time. Especially CM, like, seriously, who would have thought these two guys from, who would have thought, who would have thought CM Punk and, you know, Daniel Bryan would, would be in the position they are right now? I was totally, I was absolutely hoping for it, yeah. So it's like, I, I, I was sure as sure shit thanks to politics that they would, like, be pulled down, but, you know what? They broke that, they broke that glass ceiling that, 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 that's really hard to break in the WWE and look at where they are now, so it's like, I mean, so it's like, yeah, you have all these guys that, that, that start off in Ring of Honor that, were, that are great. But, you know, we have to look at, like, what they got right now. And some of these guys that they got, like, I recognize a few people. Like, you know, when, they, when you mentioned Homicide, I'm like, holy shit, Homicide. And they still have Kevin Steen, like, you know, despite his quote-unquote weight problem. Like, he can still wrestle like motherfucker. I don't care. As long as he can still yeah. go at it. Oh, he can still go at it. Yes, he can. So, I'm okay with that. I mean, and they still got a lot of the, you know, promising young athletes there. I mean, you talk about um, Future Shock, Adam Cole, and Kyle O'Reilly. Especially Kyle O'Reilly. Holy crap. So, yeah, there is promise. Uh, oh, let's not forget All Night Express and uh, Wrestling's Greatest Tag Team. And oh, Briscoe. Wrestling's they Greatest still... Tag Team have, have been they they in and out of, like, different federations all over the place. So, it's like, you know what? It's good to see that they're, like, being respected somewhere. Yeah, so they still got some tank uh, gas in their tank, you know. Oh, of course. It just ain't gonna be. Yeah, it just ain't gonna be full throttle like it used to, you know. I just hope people can understand that. Some people out there, you know. Yeah. I mm-hmm. do. That's good. 
All right, so uh, is there anything else you want to discuss? No, not at all. Like you know, I think like, I think I think talking about Ring of Water was kind of refreshing because it's like you kind of you kind of caught me off guard with it too. I was like, whoa, okay. <laughs> It, was, it turned out still turned out to be pretty good, I gotta say, you know. Yeah, I saw it. I had a really good um, that was a really good um, bring bring it up because I, I like, I know it. I know it's hard for like someone like me to go into it, but like I'm pretty sure you like you 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 revel in this stuff all the time. So it's like you know what I let you I let you go to I let you go to town with this one. All right, thank you. Nah, no problem. Yeah, because it really um brought me back. Like just discussing this, like, cause I used to watch Ring of Honor a lot, you know. Of course, like back did. when Nigel, Mc... yeah, back when Nigel McGuinness was still wrestling. Indeed. And he was Nigel McGuinness back then, so you know it's all square. So, so it was good to discuss it again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, so that's our else. that's our show. I mean. Uh, yeah, that's our show. I mean, really, like, there's nothing else except that, you know, Scott Hall no show at the NW reunion again, but at this point, it's like, sky's blue, grass is green, Scott Hall no shows. Yeah. Hmm? That sounds about right. <laughs> Alrighty, then. So you want me to close up shop? Uh, by all means, go for it. Alrighty, then. You can find us at www.plasticjoint.com. Again, the address is www.plasticjoint.com. As for me, I'm Ramses, and that man, right, that man who who ran down, um, who ran down all of um, Ring of Honor is cosplay's worst nightmare, Stan. And I'm gonna burn this podcast to the ground. Fans, we talk so much about what a night this was—a history-making night. It's the biggest crowd ever to see a televised wrestling event on cable TV, and you're a part of it.